Welcome back to the Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. All right, welcome back, Visionary Leaders. We're uh, back uh, with another show and another amazing conversation. Um, and today we're going to talk about how to use vision boards to get what you want. So not only create them, but actually use them to get what we want with Annette Copland. Annette, thank you so much for coming on our show today. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. We have recently connected, so I can't wait to learn from you today around this topic. But before we dive into that, I would love to hear a little bit more regarding some of the most meaningful moments in your journey that led you to the work you're doing now. Oh, goodness. The most meaningful moments. Let's see. So I started as a teen mom, and I was one of those people who had big visions. Like I've always been an entrepreneur since the day I was born. And starting my adulthood as a teen mom left me with a whole lot of uh, stigmas that people were like, oh, well, you know, you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to have a great life because you started too soon. Like you didn't get fermented before you left the nest or whatever. And I spent a lot of time in my young adulthood trying to prove that I wasn't that, that I wasn't the data that they were trying to push off on me. They were saying I was never going to be anybody. So I was trying to prove it to everyone. And there for a while, I think I was actually trying to prove it to myself. So by actually overworking myself to like losing my health and really just losing my quality of life, I realized that it, there's a lot more to life than what you look like to other people mm -hmm. uh, that probably was the turning point in how I became who I am today was because I finally realized that it's more about the legacy you leave than what everybody else thinks. Yeah. I mean, moving beyond the cultural expectations of the labels and all of that is definitely something that I'm at least I'm hopeful, hopeful optimist. And I, I could so relate to being a born entrepreneur. I didn't know until I actually became one. I'm like, wow, I was born to do this. Um, so I think through our uh, you know, difficulties in life or challenges, we really do tap into our purpose, right? And everything does um, help us kind of pave the way for the work we choose to do or the impact we choose to have on other people. So I think it's really powerful to defy and to challenge a lot of cultural expectations and to kind of come up with your own uh, values, mission, vision, right? Because that's always the purest one. And it's so easy to kind of just transfer or just interject or kind of get other people's, uh, um, you know, way that they kind of see you on the outside. But we were so much more than that. So I love your story. It's really, really powerful. And how about vision boarding? So let's dive into the topic of vision boarding. How did that maybe help you 
Uh, what was your experience with vision boards uh, based on what you just shared? Well, I mean, I've learned about vision boards years and years and years ago. And I was always like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a vision board and I'm going to put this fancy car and this fancy house on there. And I'm going to, I'm going to make that work for me. And I would do the exercise. I would find all of the photos of the things that I thought I wanted and I would slap them on a big poster board and I would shove them in a closet and I'd be like, okay, I did it. Where's my stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you discovered that was, it was more than that. Right. It was just, that's too easy to be true. Right. To just be able to just plot it down somewhere and just like, okay, somehow the universe is going to deliver. Right. I didn't realize until just in the last several years, probably the last five or 10 years, that in order to manifest something, you really have to get up close and personal with it. You have to be able to feel it and sort of almost taste it. You have to experience it with your senses and attach emotions to that goal in order for those things to happen. Just saying, I'm going to be a millionaire doesn't make you a millionaire. But if you decide that's what your goal is and you create some vision around that and some daily habits that might get you closer to that goal, then your chances of becoming a millionaire are much better than if you just put it on a piece of paper and stick it in the closet. Yeah, that's just one piece of the puzzle. And that's actually how I also come to find out about these tools of manifestation. I it just I, I just heard about the piece, but I didn't I, there was no one connected. I guess all the dots between wait this is a process what are the other pieces that people need to know so that when they connect it all they can actually you know uh, co-create co-create with the universe I think that's really at the end of the day what the ultimate goal is um, because we all know that once you're in your line in alignment uh, the universe will deliver, you know, and blow your mind half the time. I think the limits that we have, the, even the visions that we have, it's kind of, they come from our modeling, the people we see, the things we think we want. They all come through the limits of maybe someone else, but the universe is infinite. I mean, it always has some bigger gifts and things for us in store. So the process of that alignment I think it's kind of what most people are always interested in learning. So, so take us through that process, Annette, that you learn. So, yes, it's great to have that clarity around what is it that you specifically want and then align emotionally with that as well, right? So that you already see that um, uh, before it actually happens, before you actually have it in reality. Because I always share that about visions. That's why they're vision. It's a vision. Because if you if it was part of your reality, it would just be your reality. No need to visualize and, and vision, you know, have a vision around it, right? So that's the whole yeah. process of that. So that's well, kind of the beginning. What else do you feel people need to know around the, the rest of the process? Yeah, a vision board won't help you if you put something on there that you already have or you have easy access to. So it's really about stretching yourself and really activating that curiosity and that passion and the emotions around the things that you want. And the part that people sometimes skip over is they don't do the homework before they do the vision board. And the homework looks like what are your core values? What is it that you want your life to look like a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? What are the things that you would like to experience 
how would you like to feel? What do you want it to look like? And you can use things to help you get there, but it's really more about can you connect emotionally to five years from now and use the images and the phrases and the things that people like to put on vision boards as a way to lock you in to that set point, that emotional set point. Instead of when I get this, I'll be happy. Can you be happy now knowing that you have a vision for the future and you're connected to that? And you can look at that vision board every single day to remind you of that emotion. And the more you can attach to it, the better you're going to be. If you can use your five senses, what does it feel like? Can you touch it? What is, is it smooth? Is it cool? Is it velvety? Like, what is it that you're touching? Can you smell it? What does it smell like? Say you have a dream home and you want to live on the beach. What does it smell like to be in your home? Can you hear the birds outside? Can you hear the waves crashing? Like really, really, really get in touch with what those images portray and use those feelings to bring you there, to get you to that place every day and just keep really just really getting in touch with those senses. Hmm. I love that. And uh, I love that you said that align your vision, mission, values, because that's what I do with people as they grow their businesses. You should build a business that's aligned with your vision, mission, and values. That's your business, your life at the end of the day, right? So I think it's really important to um, definitely discover those so that that vision that you see, it's, it's really authentic to you because when we all close our eyes, we see different things, right? Because it's really connected to our purpose, I find. If I'm visualizing myself in business or fit, physically fit, or around a certain home or living in a certain country or whatever that is, that's because you're seeing it for a reason. It's connected to your purpose. So the fact that you're seeing it is possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other amazing part that I've discovered over time because I'm like, why do I always see the same things, right? right. And it's always way beyond, you know, in the future. Oh, but yeah. It just goes to speak, to say that I've learned that even what I have now was a vision a couple of years ago and now I'm living it. There's a reason why it's connected to my purpose, connected to my journey. There's a reason why I keep seeing similar things. And the vision just expands as you grow and evolve. Um, so I love what you shared with that, Annette. And my other question was around, so, so let's say we are aligned, right? We understand our values, our mission, our vision, and we're aligned with that. The other process is how about how we get in the way of our vision? What are the things that block us, right? What are the things that you have experienced that might just deviate the journey to getting there? Because we just, I mean, I don't know if you agree, but that's been my experience that if you see it, it's there, it's in your journey, there's a reason why you're seeing it. But of course now to get there, that's where the journey of growth and involvement is, where there's a lot of failures, there's a lot of like bumping your head against things and you're kind of working here on misalignment, but you don't know that because you feel like that's like the next thing to get you there. But then life kind of kicks you and hits you and gives you information that, wait, you're out of alignment and you feel it in many other ways. So I've also learned to pay attention to those 
connecting dots in my life to kind of see, wait a minute now, what is this thing telling me? How to stay more aware around the things that are happening around me? So what, what do you think uh, would be something that you have learned around that process of evolving towards that vision? Yeah, well, I mean, we can limit ourselves by trying to control the how. If we have a vision and we want to get to a certain place, like say we choose, I don't know, say we choose a financial goal, say we'd like to make $100,000 within the next six months or something. And that's something we put on our vision board. And we've got pictures and images and emotions that wrap around that. But we are so attached to how that money is going to come, then we can actually block it from coming because we're controlling where it's coming from. And if you're envisioning it, it's possible, but you can also get on the wrong road by focusing too much on how it's going to happen. So I usually recommend is you, you feel into things and you do the things that feel like they're the right thing to do. And if you feel like you're getting stuck on the details, stuck in the minutia, sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, okay, this is my goal. This is how I want to feel. Does the road that I'm on make me feel that way? Sometimes it doesn't. And not that every road you go down is going to be all roses and sunshine, but is it a means to an end or is it on a path to somewhere? And sometimes we have to do things that are just a means to an end to get where we're going. But does it fit into your core values? Is it part of where you want to be and who you want to become at the end of the journey? So don't get so stuck in the day-to-day details of how it's going to happen, but really focus on knowing that it can and being open to different things coming. Mm. Powerful, powerful advice, Annette. I love that. That Because, yeah, I mean, it's all based on our limb because we probably only know that way and we get so attached to doing old things that are familiar, but that's not necessarily the thing that you need to get to the other side. So leaning into your feelings and into your heart is absolutely what I've worked on. Uh, That was a big challenge for me being um, um, more of a logical sort of um, person into leaning into my feelings and my heart and my intuition and my feminine side of things. So I think leaning into that is powerful because right now it's so sharp that I'm like, whoa, this is like the best compass I have in life for staying connected staying true to my alignment and my authentic path. And it's it's really powerful. And what I've also learned is the more you use it, the more you you can uh, access it. It's just like a skill, an intuitive skill that I think we all have it. I just was never taught how to use it. I didn't even know it existed. So yeah. I think based on what you said, it's really powerful to align also our other uh, unique abilities that we have coming from within us that will really lead us to uh, to, you know, the next step toward our vision in our path. And if it doesn't feel right, it's because it's not aligned with you. So listen to that, right? And stay more in the being side of things rather than just do, do, do based on old programming or old awareness or old familiarity because that's just kind of what we know, right? And I also love what you said with the means to an end. I say it in a different way. I say, I'll do what I have to do to get to where I want to go. And sometimes... 
even that information of you kind of making a wrong turn, let's say if you're driving, probably leads you to like the next thing that you need to be aware of and learn, right? So there's no accidents. Right. <laughs> it's just part of the journey. Yeah. And if you yeah. say you make a wrong turn and you spend weeks trying to get back to where you were, but you're actually supposed to go down that road and see something and learn something and experience something, and you're spending all your time trying to go back, then you're going to miss out on the beauty of that part of the journey because you're so focused on getting back to where you were. Absolutely. Stay curious, my friends. Curiosity is a big, it's an amazing thing that we all have as humans and it always leads you to the to the next uh, dot that you need to connect, let's just say that way. Um, love that. And Annette, you have a book that came out. Tell me a little bit around the vision for your book and uh, what is it about? Um, yeah, I wrote my first book. I wrote it last year. I started writing it in like 2006, but I finished it last year. And I wanted to do something different that I hadn't seen anyone do. It, it may be possible that someone has, but I haven't seen it, was write a fiction book, like a novel that had amazing characters that really drew people in and you could really, really relate to them and raise awareness around emotional intelligence, emotional abuse, cycles of behavior like genetic patterns that come down generational, I call them generational curses in the book, of patterns of behavior that are handed down through generation and generation. And I wanted to raise awareness, help people maybe see where they could maybe become a little bit more emotional intelligent, or maybe just open up their eyes to see that maybe some of the things that they've been experiencing or have been doing could be reframed and done differently, as well as I wanted to add in some self-help things, like how if you realize that you are a person, like one of the people in my book, what, what are the steps that you can take to start to shift your life to going in the right direction? How can you get help? things like that. And I offer some tools and some tricks and some very simple things to just kind of write the ship and get the ship going in the right direction if you're someone who needs just a little nudge in the right direction. So it was really about raising awareness, but also making an encouraging and very like empowering story so that people can move through that for themselves or maybe for someone they care about that's experiencing that kind of lifestyle who needs some help and doesn't know how to start making those changes. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, it, it's it's so beautifully aligned with our topic today because if once people are aware, and of course I also can share my personal journey around cultural um, and generational things that we have to let go of, is if once they have that clarity and start cutting the chains or cutting the cords around certain things that no longer serve them based on their experience, then they can be the better version of themselves and they could see more clearly around why do I keep seeing that vision and how is it now these things that I might probably have experienced in my past might be like the chains holding me down, mm -hmm. making it so much heavier and harder for me to just be light and joyful and kind of enjoy the process of, you know, uh, creating my own life, creating my own values, vision and mission and not inheriting someone else's that you just probably unintentionally just received because of just how, you know, yeah. we're all, uh, part of this human experience with other humans around us and there's no one's perfect, right? 
Uh, yes, we we definitely pick up from that as well. So I love how that actually connects to our um, topic as well um, with with your book. I love that. That's really amazing. I always say that a book is a legacy product. It reaches people. You never know, you know, where people are in their journey and path and how one thing that they read in the book, it's connected to their purpose. I also find that's another thing too, where the more I kind of work on my awareness is if you're reading something and it attracts you, that's because that's exactly the next thing in your life that you either have to heal or it's the next thing that's going to help you move further towards your vision. So, and a book does that, like an interview does that. Like there's 20 people that can listen to the same interview, but we all like grab different things. Yeah. Based on our awareness level, based on where we are in the journey, based on where we see ourselves in the future and all of that. So this is all channels. I find it is all channels to kind of help people see their own, uh, their own light and, and figure out, you know, their own journey at the end of the day. So it's it's kind of serving people in, in many different ways. The book will do that. This interview, I'm sure, will do that for our audience. So a video on, you know, on social media will do that. You just never know the impact that you get to make because people see themselves through the channel that they are experiencing. So it's yeah. really, really powerful. Through their lens or their own filter. We all have our own filter. And if we're not ready for something, sometimes it can't come through the filter or we just can't perceive it in a way that works. And one of the things that I wanted to mention is when I first started trying to understand manifestation, people would say, well, just imagine yourself doing this or that. And I, I couldn't because I hadn't been exposed to those kinds of things in my life. I hadn't been exposed to what it looks like to be a college graduate at 16. I didn't know what that looked like. I was the oldest in my family and none of my parents went to college. That was not something that was on my radar. Um, owning a big fancy house was never on my radar. But what I found was by watching other people, and it's so easy to do now, you can get on Instagram and you can do a hashtag like hashtag beaches or hashtag dream home. And you can follow certain hashtags and get yourself some ideas of what those things might look like so that you can start to create your own vision. So vision boards can be used for everyone, even if you feel like you don't have any dreams or new challenges or goals that you'd like to accomplish, because you can tie them to feelings and how you'd like to feel. And if you don't have that experience, go find it. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Like go find other people that are living the life that you want to live and start seeing what it looks like in their world so that you can create your own world that matches what you want. Absolutely. And there's a reason why you admire it because it's already sitting inside of you. There's no accidents of why you get attracted to other people's lifestyles. Let that be the model but you create your own. Let that, I shouldn't say that, let that be the inspiration, but yeah. you can cook your own meal. Yeah. <laughs> one way or another, right? We can all surround ourselves with, you know, a role modeling inspiration all over the place, which is amazing to feed our mind and open up our visions and kind of like see, wait a minute, now this, 
you know, if I've seen that Annette has that, there's a reason why I want it, right? So pay attention to kind of cut, you know, um, chain the thread of kind of where that's coming from. Um, and there's a reason why it's there and use it for admiration, not jealousy or comparison. I think that's a toxic way to use it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Around, well, alone is not like I'm not there. Like, no, use that. Maybe if you're attracted to that, then use it as an inspiration so that you can somehow co-create that if that's really what you want. And sometimes through the process of the journey, I also thought like I admire certain things, but through me going through life and having certain experience, I realized, okay, that was just something that I admired at that point and phase of my life. It's probably no longer relevant. So also pay attention to the filtration process. Not everything that we see, we want, but sometimes right. in that moment, due to our feelings of lack, we might be attracting that for the wrong reason. So yeah, stay aware. Well, I mean, if you need a new car, and one of the things on your vision board is to have mm -hmm. a new car or a certain type of car, say you want a four-wheel drive and you have a two-wheel drive, take a Saturday or Sunday and go look at some cars and test drive a car, get a picture of you sitting in the car that you want to have. And then start thinking about that. Get excited, like put yourself in the proximity of the people you'd like to be more like the places you'd like to go, the things you'd like to have in your life and just really like get your hands on them, like get in it, feel it, get involved with it because it will drive your passion and it'll give you more ideas. And your vision board today might have some things on it that are very specific. Like you might want a red Corvette or something, but six months from now, you might want to replace that red Corvette with something different. And there isn't any reason why you can't modify your vision board as you go, change it, paste a new picture over top of it, do whatever. But as long as you're, feeling into it and you're modifying it to match what your core values are as you get better at understanding them because under honestly core values is a kind of a complex thing and when you first start trying to figure out what your core values are you may pick some really general things but then as you grow you'll get more specific or maybe you'll realize that something you thought was very important to you is less important than you thought and then you can you can modify that as you go. Well, Annette, I love this. We can keep going on and on for a while. That's really your work. I I, I mean, I, I just love the conversation and just the brainstorming back and forth of sharing experience also helps us both, I'm sure, get clarity around where we are in our journey and what are the things that we need to be moving forward and we're just hopefully doing the same thing for the audience listening to this interview. So Annette, I have to wrap up the interview. Um, I want to thank you for everything you did share with us. At the end, I always ask my guests for a final message from your school of life. And also, where is it that people can continue the conversation with you? Oh, let's see. I always say, you know, go through what you go through and then carry the torch so that others can follow you. If you can save one person from experiencing something terrible, then you've done your job on this planet. And, and you can find me at AnnetteCopeland.com. It's pretty easy. You can find all my social media there and my blog and all kinds of information. So that's probably the easiest place. Amazing. Go check out Annette and your book is on your website too, right? If people want to go check that out. Yep. 
Perfect. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much, Annette. Um, I wish you great success in your journey and I can't wait to stay connected to you. Beautiful work. And thank you again for everything that you shared with us so far. And I will see you with another interview and another amazing guest. Don't forget to subscribe, share and leave us a review. So of course we can grow and we can reach more people and expand with um, our work. Thank you so much and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye everybody. love to offer you a free high-level strategy call where I would love to hold the space and really connect the dots for you in your life and business alignment from branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team, and really have you walk away with insight on what you might be missing and what are the gaps you are currently experiencing in your business between where you are and what you're trying to achieve so that you can get more income and make more impact with the work that you are doing in the world. Let me know if you'd like to connect and I'll be more than happy to have a call and a beautiful conversation together to see if we can support you further with your goals.